Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I mean, I like it because, I mean, he, he's the greatest of all time, so I like uh, being compared to him, but I still have so, I have so long that I have to go in my career. If you look at the longevity, the consistent greatness that he had every single year, um, all I can do is just try to continue to be the best me every single day that I have and have no regrets. And I actually heard Tom say this a, a while back and that was his goal was just to be the best version of Tom Brady that he can be. Um, and all that other stuff kind of happens. All that other stuff kind of comes with it. If you continue to work hard and, and, uh, continue to get great teammates around you. Um, but I've been blessed, man. I've been blessed to be in a great organization with great players. Um, and if I can just continue to work the way that I work, I'll have no regrets about however my career ends. Patrick Mahomes on the Pat McAfee show yesterday. Just continuing our discussion over the last, well, certainly three days since Mahomes won his third. And really over the last year plus since he won two and three and has started to gain steam on Tom Brady. You can jump in on that, of course. Brady versus Mahomes, something we've been talking about now for a while here on Jones and Mega with Arkan on WEEI. But Tom Brady, I think... It's very necessary, Mego, the, the timing of all of it. But Tom Brady's going to be front and center, top of mind very soon because the Apple series, and there was a Super Bowl commercial for Dynasty, right? I saw it a couple times. Okay, so maybe it had been out there. I noticed it during the Super Bowl at one point. Ten-part documentary series on the Patriots Dynasty based on the Jeff Benedict book that came out a few years ago. Uh, it's going to air on Apple TV. The first two episodes drop on Friday. And a lot of people have had advanced screenings of these and seen the entire 10-episode series. I've seen a little bit of it. So this is what I was just going to ask. you. I know you've seen a little bit of it. Uh, your general, can you give me a quick general impression of it? So I would say I've seen about an episode and a half towards the middle of the series, not the first two episodes that are coming out. And what I saw, I was surprised at how candid it was. It's a lot of um, talking head interviews with people, including Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady, all the players. And I was kind of surprised how upfront they were with their comments. Like, it did not feel the way that these Netflix specials or series have felt over the last two years, which I've complained about a lot. Usually when you have the main players in the documentary, in the series, it's pretty sanitized and it's pretty much... I, I wouldn't call this overly sanitized. Okay, that's surprising because... At least I, I saw a pretty explosive episode, so I was surprised at... I, I'm not sure how much was out there was completely new. There were definitely some pieces that were new, but in watching it, I was surprised that... It, it, I got the sense like... 
If this, if they had final edit, they were they just put it all out there. Okay. Well, how much of it reflects poorly on the crafts? This is this is what I want to know because if you read the Benedict book and I did, that was a a a flowery retelling of the Patriots dynasty from the craft standpoint. So it might go in hard on Bill. Uh, some of what I've read today, it is scapegoating Bill Belichick like you read about, which makes sense. We watched Robert Kraft a couple hours after he was up there hugging Bill on a Thursday at a press conference, a couple hours later, shiving him in the back, which we reacted to live on this show and told you that's what he was doing. It's what he did. It's what he's continued to do. That is now the narrative. Bill was the problem. Everybody else here is fine. Maybe we'll blame Mac too, but pretty much everyone else has kept their job here in New England. And Bill was the problem. We'll elevate Mayo and we'll go from there. And so we'll see how much of that is in there. We'll see how friendly it is towards Tom Brady. I'd imagine he gets a good edit too. I haven't seen any of it. Arkan, you have you seen any? No, just the preview. How's Mego getting that? How are you getting all these advanced I have screeners? My ways. Mego you has her ways. Worry about yourself. Huh. I don't think it was huh. so. I was listening. interesting, Arkan. Mego, Mego gets Weird. advanced copies, and, and Jones and Arkan don't. Huh. I did, and I scrolled my way into being able to mm-hmm. see a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that much. The I heard, Private though, that screening. Chris Curtis oh, yeah. saw like the whole thing. Oh, Curtis has seen is it. Is what the midday show was making it sound like. I didn't. I did I'm not, not realize sure. that. I'm not sure. I thought, so Gresh and Fourier, they were bitching uh, a couple hours ago about how Chris Curtis made it sound like he had seen the whole thing. And I know I know that there's a couple reporters, Chad Graff from The Athletic, he was talking about how he got advanced screeners all the way through. He did a whole um, review of it. If you want to go on there and read his take, I thought it was pretty good. And it, I definitely want to sit down and watch all of them. From what I saw, I had already decided to do that. I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty good series. I think Patriots fans need it. A- after the Mahomes beatdown and the way the last year has gone, I think Patriots fans need I don't know if it's going to be, like, totally warm, fuzzy okay. throughout. They need the member berries. I don't care. You Patriots fans need member berries. Like, oh, remember when we were the greatest dynasty? <laughs> I remember. I remember. Remember Tom Brady? Remember Bill Belichick? I remember. So I think Patriots... That was awesome. I think they need it. I think Patriots fans need it, and I'm going to watch it. I kind of like that it's two at a time. It's Noah's Ark Me style. Too. I like that it's not just 10 it's episodes. It's great for content. Because then we, it's like we can go week by week. We can pick our way through it. So I, I With everybody. I like how it's going to go I down. I hate the tremendous well, not everybody. all at once dump. Not everybody. Because, you, know? uh, you know, people are going to cry. I have to pay for Apple TV to get it. Yeah, you do. Well, Sorry. That's where it is. You're going to have to pay for it. to pay for content. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so when it comes to these documentaries, Fourier is in it, right? He is. I, bu- I thought. I, I mean, heard them talking about it the he's other a day. Talking head in it? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, good for Fourier. I thought that's what I heard him we saying. Have a, I'll say from what I saw, we have a couple friends in it. Because Fourier boiler. Because Fourier hasn't seen it, is what you're telling me. But I guess they had just talked to Tom Curran the other day. Yesterday was this? Yesterday I was listening, and Curran informed him that Fourier's in it. Oh. Is, uh, is unless I'm misrepresenting what I heard yesterday. I don't know. I also don't know what you're supposed. What you're allowed to say. Wiggy's not in it. A lot of our friends are in it. Okay, good. Well, they, also, mama? Like whoever who? sat down would know that they're in it. I mean, yeah. Well, or maybe they, no, they, you don't. Cutting room floor. Yeah, you might be. You possibly. might just be so That's uninteresting right. and but so boring. You might they, not know. They know if they were asked to come in and Who's be a in part it? of it at least. Like our media pals. Who? Well, Tom Curran's in it. Okay. I don't think I'm giving anything away by saying I don't, that. I definitely, I mean, people are giving full-on releases and information on what's in the <laughs> episode. I don't you can, know what I'm allowed to. Who is in it? Uh, that I'll say Tom Curran's in it, and we're going to talk to him tomorrow. So okay. we'll ask him more about it tomorrow. Good. Wiggy's not in it. I saw Wiggy was complaining about that today. So I don't know. I haven't seen any of it. All I know is the excerpts that I've read. How about this one? Because I, I wonder if people, you know, following our Twitter account, at Jones and Mego, Wonder where today's big question of the day came from. People are like, wait a minute. Why are we relitigating Brady's exit? 
Uh, well, it's because Dynasty drops on Friday, and we're seeing excerpts, and we have to go back and look at Brady's exit. And I'm curious who you blame for Brady not finishing his career in New England. Uh, here's the excerpt from Chad Graff in The Athletic. Yes. Uh, by now, everyone knows how the time ended with Brady fleeing the often miserable ship Belichick presided over for greener pastures in Tampa Bay. Belichick did not offer two years, $50 million to Brady, which is what he wanted, the Drew Brees contract, one that would have given the legendary quarterback the stability he, he sought. For years, that has been viewed as the main reason Brady didn't return to the Pats. But as part of a new 10-episode documentary on the Patriots' dynasty, uh, which is, again, called Dynasty on Apple TV, Brady makes clear his departure had more to do with who was coaching the team than the amount of money he was offered. Quote, me and Coach Belichick, we did what we loved and competed for 20 years together. But I wasn't going to sign another contract in New England, even if I wanted to play until I was 50. Based on how things had gone, I wasn't going to sign up for more of it. Okay? Graf then continues, players including several still on the roster disclosed just how difficult it was playing for Belichick. Matthew Slater said, quote, it was brutal. Slater said that? Gronk, I mean, we know he was a giant baby about it, uh, pulling up to one Patriot place and not wanting to get out of his car to go into work. Wes Welker, <laughs> Wes Welker, sorry, Gronk, compared Brady to an abused dog for continually going back to work for Belichick. I said this in our Slack channel. It was like a Sarah McLaughlin commercial where it's just these... And it's just, you know, dogs missing eyes and, you know, emaciating I, things like this. Their ribs sticking out. This was, this was Brady. Okay. Former teammates and occasionally Kraft 2. Oh, I'm sure Kraft 2 are the ones who speak most directly about how bad the relationship between Brady and Belichick was. They describe a hostile work environment and miserable atmosphere inside the team's headquarters. So let me start with this. Do you believe Brady? Brady said it on the record. Apparently I haven't seen it, but this is what the athletic wrote. He wouldn't have taken another contract. Even if he wanted to play till he was 50, no matter what they offered, he wouldn't have taken another contract because of how Bill treated him. Do you buy that? Liar. <laughs> okay, um, Ryan, Ryan says no. Mego? I think he would have. I think he would have because just if you do a brief tour of Brady's contracts with the Patriots, what he was asking for and what he ultimately got exactly from the Bucks is pretty unprecedented to what he was getting up to that point. So I think if he had been offered that contract, it would have demonstrated a certain amount of, I don't know, respect, coming to the table, compromise, whatever you want to call it, from Bill Belichick, that he hadn't gotten to that point. And it would have maybe made, I can only guess, made Tom feel like in his later years of his career that Bill was finally saying, okay, you proved me wrong. I've been trying to get you out of here since you were in your early 30s because I was giving out studies about how quarterbacks generally decline in their mid-30s and you're different, you're special, you're not Johnny freaking Foxborough, okay? Like, I get it, you're different, here's your two years, and then I really hope you're done. You know, we'll go win a couple more. I, th I think that that would have been a different scenario. I do think it came down to the contract and that he went to Tampa and got that exact contract. Thank you. Is so, he can say that it was about the emotional turmoil. Who knows, maybe his family wanted to move. You know, all these other things. I'm sure that played into it. But if he got the contract, how could he not feel like he had won here? Like, ultimately, he had won. And now he went and won in a different way, completely and literally in Tampa. But I think it would have been hard for him to turn that down. Well, and it was the best move Brady made, was uh, ultimately not taking whatever crap they were offering, one-year deal they were offering just to stay in New England. He left, and his greatness became enhanced by going and winning without Bill 
and without the Patriots organization. Arkan, do you believe him? No, I don't. I think that uh, the staying in New England would have been something that he would have done under the right circumstances, and that includes the contract, but it includes other things too. I think the way the roster was constructed, Brady could see the writing on the wall after Gronk retired, and he just didn't want to keep doing it, and I think that that was a bigger part of it, but... All in all, I just think that, you know, if the Patriots gave him the opportunity to finish his career there and done some other things for him, too, he would have he would have taken that. Okay, I wasn't going to sign another contract, even if I wanted to play until I was 50. Based on how things had gone, I wasn't going to sign up for more of it. That second part, by the way, is what makes me think based on how things had gone. I don't think that's just interpersonal relationships. I think that's the way the roster was constructed. too. Okay, so let's get into it. What was the biggest factor in Tom Brady's exit from New England? You can sound off 617-779-7937. Was it the contract? Brady claims it wasn't. Do you believe him? Was it the roster? We'll get into Arkan's thoughts on that. Uh, That became less and less talented over the years while Tom Brady was there, culminating with an early exit against Tennessee in 2019. Or was it Bill Belichick and the way Bill treated Tom Brady? Uh, You can vote 617-779-7937 or on Twitter at Jones and Mego in our big question of the day. Apple series, the dynasty coming out on Friday. We'll get into all our thoughts on it coming up. We have Brian Scalabrini at 430 today. We'll get some Celtics talk with him. Do we not? We do not. No. Is Brian Scalabrini out? No, where have you been? Did I miss this? Yes, you did. Scal he's, he's on vacay. Scal's blowing us off? Scal's yeah, on he's Mexico. on vacay. I mean, Scal's I can't, on the beach. I can't say I'm shocked. Did I miss that in our Slack channel? Yeah. Ay, 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 my mistake. So no Scal. Uh, triple play, though, at 445. It's really not that different than a normal week. Uh, triple play <laughs> at 445. We have Meg Splaining at 530 and Bet Roulette at 545. He can't, he's not going to zoom. At least Arkan zooms in when he doesn't bother to show up. He's not going to zoom in today. Uh, we'll get to all your feedback here coming up on the Patriots, their last 20 years. Who do you blame for Tom Brady not finishing his career in New England? And I do want to get more into Bill Belichick. And, uh, well, did the Patriots stick with him for too long? I think that's clear. We'll do it right after trending with Arkan. Adam Jones. Ah, yeah, what a bear to- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Megan Adelini. This is some sh- Christian Arcan. Adams has a boost that I kind of like. This is Jones and Mecco with Arcan on WEEI. Anytime anything ends, it's going to be weird and it's going to be 
unfortunate this that but you know it was probably time and you know I'm excited to see his ne next opportunity um, you know so I'm excited for Gerard you know he, he's he's put his work in and you know it, it'll sometimes things have to come to an end Julian Edelman the other day on Bill Belichick sometimes things need to come to an end He'll get another opportunity shortly. I'm not so sure. <laughs> like, how much do you think a Bill being out of a job is related to the Brady exit and, you know, the four years in New England without Tom Brady? How much of it do you think is related to that? Because I, I think even I underestimated how much the league is holding that against him. I mean, you're asking two different things. I think without Brady here, you saw how bad it can look when your drafts are what they were and some of your free agency decisions are what they were. Like, above all, Bill's out of his job because of personnel, because he was so bad yeah. down these last 10 years, really, but definitely the last five or six executing all the personnel moves that he did. That's why he's out of the job. Like, on its face, you can look at it and say, Yeah, how much well, of it is related to Brady? That's a pretty direct question. How much of it is Brady related to Brady? Brady covers up a lot of it. Brady covers up a lot of it. So I would say, like, it's like 50-50. And 50% is just like, it, it's, this, these personnel decisions were so awful. How could you not look at it? You know, we're talking about, is Brady the greatest of all time? Is it Patrick Mahomes? Like, this is what we're talking about. It's what the whole country's talking about. And Bill just ran him off. And, like, I, I think I think Kraft could have rescued it. And I think Kraft could have salvaged it. And I think Brady would have taken the contract. But but Bill was at the heart of it. I, I, I don't deny that for a second. I think when we were talking about all the blame and everything for Robert Kraft last week, we talked a lot about Kraft and what he needs to fix and how much you need to trust him and everything else. I, I still blame Bill for ultimately poisoning that well with Tom Brady. And so I think a lot of the league would be right to look at it. And I'm guessing more of the league that I gave credit to is looking at it and saying he ran the greatest player of all time off. And then he got what he wanted and it all blew up in his face. Yeah, but how are they going to do that when a lot of those same owners or GMs or whatever were out there, you know, not picking up the phone to go get Brady at that time either? Well, fair. But at least they could say, we didn't know what he had left. Bill, you were looking at him every day. You were evaluating him every day. And according to Wickersham... I'm sorry, there was no tape on Brady? You wanted to... Yeah, but it, it's different seeing tape versus being around the guy every single day. Bill wanted to run him off from 2006, yeah, according I, to I'm Wickersham. I'm just saying I think that's, like, convenient if the rest of the league, you know, like Tampa Bay can sit there okay, and say that but the rest of the league is that's pretty convenient fine they're being inconsistent you know they're they're billionaires who are you know picking and choosing and being inconsistent i wouldn't say that's uh you know earth shattering or the worst thing billionaires do but they're holding it against bill i i wouldn't be surprised if they're holding it against bill they should hold it against Bill. they should but i think more so than the brady exit it was the two years after mac jones's year that really sunk him because at that point you'll remember Belichick had rehabilitated everything. He drafted this quarterback. They're in the playoffs. Ryan Clark called him God. Yes. I mean, that was <laughs> Belichick had reestablished himself, and he looked like he was, you know, the genius who could do it without Tom Brady. Look, he just in one year, there was the Cam Newton year, and one year after that, they're back in the playoffs with a rookie quarterback, and the Belichick train's just going to keep on chugging, and then it all fell apart two years after that. It was a quick downfall, but that's what I'd more link it to than the Brady uh, departure. Because okay. there was still a point where people thought Bill was a genius. Yeah. You know, the only other person they talked about building things in this likeness and image yeah. it was in the bible and it was, was God. 
Maybe the worst take of all time. <laughs> Honestly, as, as somebody who's authored some bad takes, Let's maybe... Let's go to the weirdest thing I've heard today. It was that comment right Maybe there. the worst take of all time. That You want to talk about a take aging poorly. Like, where where's freezing cold takes on that one? That, that might be the worst, the worst take I've ever seen. Did he workshop it in front of anyone? <laughs> do you ever go out there and you're like, I have this take percolating. I do this sometimes. And I'm like, it might be too weird. I'm going to put this out there. I have a feeling that one just came to him like five minutes before the You show. ever heard of God? You know, like God, God. <laughs> the creator of all. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's you Bill. know what? Okay, the God you're thinking of—that's who I'm talking about. <laughs> Can't believe no one hired God. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, look, our big question of the day, and if you're just tuning in, it spins off some of these excerpts because there's a lot of them, and I wonder how many more we're going to get. But there's a lot of them on people who have seen the Dynasty on Apple TV. Mego is one of them. Mego's seen an episode plus, right? Yeah, I would say I've seen about an episode and a half only okay. because I was crunched for time and had to go somewhere. Okay, Arcan, the, And the somewhere was work. I'm going to have to watch them like everybody else with my Apple TV subscription on Friday night when they drop. I'm going to have to watch the two of them. Mego's Why don't good you friend. ask Curtis? I didn't. I, this is news to me that Curtis Curtis had access. I think Curtis had access. Okay, good. Well, maybe I will. I didn't get him. mine through this place. No, I'll you got it through your friend Robin Glazer. We all know that. <laughs> yeah, My I called dog. up Robin. <laughs> Girl, show me that video. <laughs> <laughs> so if you're just tuning in. Come on, RG. Tom Brady, in one of the excerpts over at The Athletic, said that uh, me and Coach Belichick did what we loved and competed for 20 years together, but I wasn't going to sign another contract in New England, even if I wanted to play until I was 50. Based on how things had gone, I was not going to sign up for more of it, which I think is garbage. I think that's garbage and revisionist history on Brady's end. Our big question now, up at Jones and Mego, what was the biggest factor in Brady's exit from New England? Was it the contract, Mego? Was it the roster? Was it Bill Belichick? I think I just said this. I think it was the contract. I really do. I, well, think, I, I asked if you believed in Brady or not. I wasn't sure how much of that you put uh, on Bill. I mean, like, I believe that Brady felt that way, but... I, nobody can say for sure, you know, even, I, I'm not even sure that Tom could say that if he went back in time that he would make the same decision if that contract was presented to him. If he actually got the two years, 50 million that he was looking for, what he got from the Bucks, exactly that. And what he was asking for from the Patriots was unprecedented compared to what he got you know, as his base salary, his incentives, what he got cash-wise from the Bucks in 2021 is more in one year than any single year that he played with the Patriots, including 2013, when he took home $31 million in cash that year. He got $44 million from the Bucks, I believe, in 2021. So I think it would have demonstrated something to him of literally putting your money where your mouth is. And whether it came from Kraft, whether it came from Bill, in some sense, he would have won over some of the respect. I don't think it's greedy I think it it was a little tough after he had been taking the money as he had been taking it and helping construct this whole idea of the Patriot way with how they spent that then when he was seemingly at the very end of his career and playing much further than quarterbacks do and at a higher level that he would ask for that money. Like I understand a little bit in real time bristling at it, but I think if he would have gotten the contract, he would have been here yeah. and he would have finished here. So I agree with you. And I don't think it's greedy at all. Like he, he wanted no, the I'm Drew Brees contract. It's greedy. No, no, I just I understand like why somebody would look at it and go, you're in your forties. No, me too. But give him two years, Sensitive 50 million. topic for you this week. Give him two years, 50 million. That's true. Give him two years, 50 million. He wasn't asking for a Patrick Mahomes level contract. He was asking for two years and 50 million. So like he was not asking for a lot. And, you know, I I never thought he was going to do what he did in Tampa, but that was not an unreasonable ask. 
from Tom Brady. Arkan, you think it was about the roster? Yeah, I do. And I understand that the roster is, you know, Bill controls the roster, so I do get that that kind of bleeds over. But I don't think that it was Bill and their relationship more so than it was the roster that Bill put around him. And I think that that's to me, became clear in 2019 with the most miserable 8-0 quarterback stuff and the whole thing with Antonio Brown and Josh Gordon. He was so desperate for help after Gronk retired that I think that, you know, you really had a, a situation there where he looked at Nikhil Harry. If they had drafted anybody other than him in that draft, I think you may have had something different here. I think you may have had Tom Brady sort of looking at it going, can I still win here? Can I still get this team to the to the promised land? And with a different offense around him, I think he probably would have thought that. And he may have not loved his contract, but he took bad contracts before. It's not like that was the first time. If you have the, if you have a real belief that you can get there and you can win, then I think Brady would have kept it, and I think he would have stuck around here. But it was just, I mean, it was so bad that that roster at the end, and you saw it sort of carry over into Cam Newton, and then that big reset with uh, with Mac Jones his year. But it really deteriorated in that uh, in those last Brady years, and even in the year they won the Super Bowl. I mean, that was Gronkowski on his last leg. He was gone after that, and everything went to crap so to me it's the roster I think the roster is the biggest factor so I think Brady just doesn't want to look selfish and now you know Brady is very legacy conscious his career is done and I think he always was you know he's a human being you know Bill is legacy conscious Robert is legacy conscious Brady what (laughs) text line is asking if Bill is the one behind the Jesus ads (laughs) (laughs) he could be from the Super Bowl (laughs) Bill Bill wanted people to lick his feet he wasn't washing anybody else's feet hey that was Rex so when it when it comes to these guys, they're all legacy conscious. Like Brady's a human being. And so he doesn't want to look selfish. And he's like, no, 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 I was just done. Wes Welker, he was a wounded dog. Oh, yeah, poor Brady. Poor Tom. He would have taken the contract if they gave it to him, is what I believe. A couple more items before we get to your phone calls, and you can vote at Jones and Mega. What was the biggest factor in Brady's exit? Again, it's 617-779-7937. Contract, roster, or bill. A couple more items here. Uh, this is from Robert Kraft, according to Chad Graff. Tom and I had a number of discussions about how Bill treated him. Tommy's very sensitive. Aww. He was always looking for Bill's approval, almost in a father-son kind of way, and that's not Bill's style ever to give that. You know, that is something where, like, it's a little needy, Tom, but that is something where Bill could have made an exception on that one, you know? And in some ways, he scaled back and wasn't the same overbearing guy with... um. Mac. Well, no, I just mean even with Brady, he wasn't as demanding with, um, you know, giving them days off and things like that. I mean, I think he he relented. Like, there were days where they went over to Fenway Park and played cornhole and stuff like this while Brady was still here, I think. And so I think he scaled back some of it, but just being a little nicer to Tom Brady and and if not being nicer to him, just recognizing him as an equal and actually somebody who Bill needed to win, I think that would have gone a long way. And he didn't do it. Uh, there's also this. And I uh, I don't have the name of the director. I misplaced this. But the name of the director was Matt, who I thought initially was somebody from Craft Sports. Uh, when asked about what went down with Malcolm Butler, this is what Bill Belichick had to say. Matt, the director, we've talked about that. <laughs> I like that the director's just Matt. I'm going to look up his No, no, no. I, no I, I have it. I didn't, I, didn't copy my, I didn't copy it when I sent it over. Matt, what would you say? Hamachek? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just didn't copy it over in my notes. but Director it, uh, Matt. So, Matt, we've talked about that. And the implication seems to be we agreed that wasn't going to be part of the documentary. So he's saying he knew. This is, well, this is what, no, no. Matt what? Hamachek is saying that he knows? Matt, we've talked about that. Chad Graff writes, Belichick, without any further explanation, 
uh, says without any further explanation, implying some kind of agreement between the coach and director about avoiding that topic. That's what Chad Graff's takeaway is. I haven't seen the episode, but that's his takeaway. I heard that somebody else talks about it. Who? I don't know. I don't, I actually really don't know. Somebody, a player? Somebody else in the series talks about it a little bit. A player? I don't, I don't know that it's talked about. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you as much as I know. This is what gossip. A, this is hot goss. Uh, is it? Is somebody else talking somebody, about it? Well, who I is don't, it? I don't is think it, it's is somebody else maybe talking yeah, about it. Yeah, is it no. current or is it a play? Like, no. who is it? No, but I heard that's that it's addressed. Like, it's. I'm saying it's not totally sidestepped in it. <laughs> was that on the air? Ryan just no. said in my ear, we know it's not Wiggy. Because uh, Wiggy wasn't uh, <laughs> so asked Wiggy's to do it. So Wiggy's not even Wiggy. in, like, B-roll? The, How can oh, you avoid? Of course you have the okay. snow game. No, no, I'm sure there's footage of Wiggy. Okay. I'm just saying he's not sitting down being interviewed. Well, that seems not nice. That's I mean, they should have invited Ricky. I made a snide comment in Jones' ear. But here you go. It's it's Bill uh, probably agreed to do this under a few conditions, and one of them is not talking about Malcolm Butler. That doesn't mean nobody else talks about it. Uh, I think I'm saying I think that, they, news, that it's addressed. Breaking news: According to Megan Onelini of WEEI, <laughs> someone says something. Right, Bart? You want to you want to aggregate this? Stop. Oh, they love you, Mego. Right by... Uh, oh, my God. Mega Mego. Uh, <laughs> they love Mego over there. If you want to aggregate this... Why break- am I the only one who gets aggregated? Breaking news. Mego hates Tony Romo. She says he doesn't do enough on the broadcast. Mego says Shrieking. someone might address address the Malcolm Butler situation. <laughs> That's true. That's true from WEEI in the afternoons with the big teeth talking crap about Tony Romo. What has she so ever done? Go. That's a reason to tune in. It might be addressed at some point by someone. Uh, Joe's in the car. Get us started today, Joe. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, hey, there's nothing that actually bothers me the most when someone like I can and Mego, Mega, whatever her name is. Mega. Joe, we're friends. When they, when they, when they Joe, say, you know me. they go, well, Belichick, Belichick uh, took Matt Jones uh, to the yeah, so Joe, I want to agree with you. You're, Joe, your phone is just Joe, really. I hate when people like you have bad cell phones. Really and in and out. Point out. Yeah. Uh, but he's Whatever saying. He's you guys, why is Joe pretending like he doesn't know me? He's saying you guys give too much credit to Bill for 2021. Okay. I, I, I think is at least what I he's didn't trying say, to say anything about 2021. I know, well, but, okay, but, but, you, but you do say but that. But I from time have. To time. Yeah. yeah. Sure. But it wasn't just me. I mean, that was the perception of him at the time. Ryan Clark was, you know, I mean, we, we played it. It wasn't just him. It wasn't just me. It was everybody. Everybody was saying that about Bill after 2021. That was his reputation had been almost restored. It seemed like they were on the way up. It seemed like things were going back to normal for the Patriots in the Patriot way. That's the point I was making. Not that everyone should kiss Belichick's ass for 2021. Okay, but it you, fell apart after that. But you do give Bill a lot of credit for 2021. I do, and I did at the time. Yeah, no, no, sure. but but and and you're right. That was the the common narrative. Now, some of us said fire Bill after that year. Some of us, but uh, the common narrative was Bill's God. Bill's ah, got it right finally. back on, right back on track. What was that? Some what gross, happened? some gross sneeze over there. <laughs> I sneezed. I've been feeling like I had to. I told Ryan. I've been feeling like I had to sneeze before the show. I finally sneezed. Huskies. Happy Valentine's Day. That's what it is. Husky dander. <laughs> just dog fur on yeah, my collar. Just, just I got everywhere. Corn kernel lodged in my molar right now. I'm, I'm losing my mind. What, what is wrong with everybody? I don't know. Mego has had to sneeze all show. Finally, it finally uh, released. You you have a popcorn kernel in your teeth? In, in the back of my molar. <laughs> I can't Where were focus. you eating popcorn? Where were you, were you at the movies? 
Yes, I was actually. Okay, well, there you go. There's that answer. And Ar- Arcan, well, Arcan decided to show up for work today. I guess yeah, his. his I'm, do- yeah. I'm doing great. I was yeah. worried because it was very windy. And I was yeah, like, is Arcan going to be able to drive? It was a little ice on my stairs. It was a little chilly out today, yeah. if we're being honest. You didn't want to stay home today? I braved it. I decided, you know what? Not two days in a row. As, as torrential like, as it may be. For Valentine's Day, can you leave the house? <laughs> Get out. <laughs> Please don't be in the basement again. Riley is in New Hampshire. Go ahead, Riley. Hey, guys. Um, I just wanted to also compliment Arkand on his ability to drive to work today, <laughs> as you, well as the fact that uh, Mego made an amazing Forrest Gump tweet during the Super Bowl when Travis Kelsey lost his mind, and oh, I was rolling on the floor laughing. Thanks huh. for following, Riley. Huh. Um, oh, yes, of course. So my thing is, I think the Patriots have a really great position. Obviously, the third pick is a great pick anyway. But if obviously we think the Bears are going to take Caleb Williams, Second pick, if they take Drake May, then just take Marvin Harrison. And if they take Marvin Harrison, then just take Drake May. Like, I don't know why people are getting so flustered about it. It makes no sense to me. Okay, well, if you want a quarterback, that would be why. And so we're going to get into this later on in the show today. I know. I think I'm shifting a little bit. Oh, no. Of course. I know. No, no, no. No, what's happening is I'm refining the point, which is what Arkham wanted me to do last week. Mm -hmm. I'm just very in on one quarterback and kind of leaning out on the other okay but you need to you need to know you need to prioritize them you need to have you know stack your own draft board we'll do that later on in the show uh but if if you're out on Jaden daniels then the simple solution is take may or take harrison whoever's there if that's mm-hmm. how you feel about it go get your guy not all of us are that head over heels over marvin harrison uh 617-779-7937 let me ask you because i think we know where i stand on this did the Patriots hold on to Bill for too long? Define that how you want. You don't have to move on from him after 2021 when Ryan Clark is calling him God. But You move on from God? Did they hold on to him for too long? Should they have fired him after 2022, Patricia and Judge, and doing the damage that he did to Mac? Should they have fired him in season last year? Like, did they hold on to Bill too long? Define that how you want. I don't think so. I, I think it's easy to say it now. But I think coming well, out of... I'm not saying it now, just FYI. But yeah. uh, well, I, I know you've been on this for a while. You've wanted him gone. But I think even after last year, I felt last year was a fireable offense for everyone except for Bill Belichick because of what he's accomplished. That was the point that his accomplishments could carry him past. You look at it and say... He was too cute with the coaching staff, throwing his friends in there, totally inexperienced, and there's... Like I really did think that bringing in Bill O'Brien was going to fix things. And I totally underestimated what a dire state the roster was in and how screwed up Mac Jones was at that point. And so the damage, I think, was done. But I still think I understand why the Crafts brought him back for the following season. I don't think anyone saw it being a four-win season. Yeah, look, I understand why, too. It was just, I think, a mistake. So too long? Like, if they had fired him after 2022, maybe it would have been better for everyone because Bill would have been able to go get another job somewhere else because he would have been able to sell and say, hey, if I have a real coordinator here, it's going to be fine. I just... I guess if they really are scapegoating Bill the way they're scapegoating Bill, and they are. I haven't seen this series yet. It seems like that's what it's going to be, and they've been doing it publicly, off the record. They're stabbing Bill in the back. If he was really such a problem, Arkan, shouldn't they have fired him in season or fired him after the Patricia? Like, they should have done it early. If he was really that bad, it's a bit of a smoking gun when it comes to Kraft now trying to blame yeah. Bill for everything. 
if he was really that big of a problem, you should have done it sooner. Yeah, and I think that a lot of it was just the optics. The optics wouldn't have worked, and Kraft knew that, and he was very aware of that. After 2021, you can't you can't fire him after a playoff season uh, with a rookie quarterback. And even after 2022, you know, that was an eight-win season. It was They didn't bottom out yet. This year they bottomed out, and I think that's when it became untenable. Like, okay, this now has gotten to a point where to salvage it we have to do something different. You didn't have to salvage an eight-win team. You know, like that was something that still could have gone the other way if they had done some things differently, maybe. But, like, you know, Bill O'Brien clearly wasn't the answer. There was a plausible explanation for how screwed up it looked, though. Right, there was. And I do think that, you know, it could be, well, we can fix this. If you fix an eight-win team, maybe it could be a ten-win team. Instead, their attempts to fix it, they didn't really do anything on the actual offense, and uh, O'Brien wasn't a good fit, and it got worse and worse and worse. So, I mean, I think that's really what it comes down to. Up now at Jones and Mego is the biggest factor in Brady's exit from New England. 60% of you say Bill Belichick. 22%, 22%, and I'm with you, say it was the contract. 18% are with Arcan saying it was the roster. You can vote. You can dial us up. 617-779-7937. I'm looking forward to Dynasty dropping on Friday. We'll get our first two episodes where we can kind of pick our way through that and react to it then. In the meantime, Red Sox are reporting to spring training. Some of them, anyway. Problems already arising down in Fort Myers. We'll get to it with your feedback next. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of Jones and Mego on WEEI. How potentially, I guess, awkward is it that Alex is uh, without a contract for next season? Uh, you know, I mean, I think it's as awkward as as one makes it. Um, you know, I think uh, Alex has been pretty outspoken about his comfort with the situation. And, uh, you know, similarly, I've... I've talked about how excited we are for him to manage this this team um you know and any conversations that we have will take place between alex and me uh neither of us wants this to be a distraction um and i think you know so long as we can we can honor that then it doesn't have to be awkward as somebody new to your job you know alex has been a manager for a bit how's that you know that dynamic been between you guys yeah we uh you know we've we've had great conversation i think we're building a, a really strong relationship i think we can both appreciate that uh emotions run a little bit differently in november and december and january than they do potentially during the season and, and I think we're both excited and anxious to uh, to let to let that transpire but uh, you know I think at our in our hearts what we are is you know guys who love baseball love talking about the game talking about our players talking about opportunities to improve and we've engaged in that and, and I imagine we will continue to do that the future of Alex Cora something we talked about yesterday here on Jones and Mega with Arcan on WEI uh, how does Greg Breslow <laughs> one more hey Craig Craig, what's uh, what's going on with Alex Cora? Uh, <laughs> How's the team looking this year, Craig? Uh, <laughs> Craig, if you could do it all over again and stay in Chicago and never come to Boston in the first place, what, what would you do? Uh, I just never a good way to start an answer. Uh, we'll get to the Red Sox here along with our big question of the day up now. At Jones and Mega, what's the biggest factor in Tom Brady's exit from New England? Can I ask uh, a question? Which is front and center because of the dynasty on Apple TV, which comes out on Friday. Yes, Mega. 
Was this song ever like on the radio or, or was this just for that movie? Like, was this a single? I don't know. Because we, we're all... Arcan, do you remember? <laughs> I don't even know the song. What song is it? This is from Weird the movie Science. Weird Science. I don't know if Oingo Boingo oh, ever yeah, got yeah, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. They're Which I've never desserts. seen. They just create a sexy girl, right? That's yeah, the science project? I don't know if I've ever seen the whole movie, but I've definitely seen the scene where she's created. I've seen that. Okay. That's, <laughs> don't need to know your search history. That's a foundational one. <laughs> now, speaking of search history, I don't know, Mego. Google it. Like, I don't know. Look it up. Like, I don't, I don't know. Is, was was, we, that, was it this? a single? I don't did, know. It's called did Google. Did Weird Science ever chart? John uh, Hughes asked him to write a song for the movie. Duck, Elfman duck, go claimed going. to have heard the whole thing in his head. And he wrote it while driving home Here to Los go. Angeles. It reached number 45 on the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. Well, there you go. What a time. The more you know. It was number 81 in Canada. Uh, we'll get to your thoughts here on Jones and Mega with Arkin on WEEI. Uh, just real quick, uh, the, Red so- the, the news coming out of day one of spring track, right? Today's the first day, pitchers and catchers yes. report. The news coming out is hilarious. Really good. It it's, is uninspiring. It is funny is what it is. Alex Cora has a stomach bug. He's not there. So I thought he like changed literally. his diet. No, I mean, Cora better. looked like he has a tapeworm uh, sitting down there on the, the picnic benches yesterday. Is that what he means by stomach yeah, bug? Yeah, he, he lost 50 pounds or whatever he lost. Clearly not running if you were listening to Meg's planning yesterday because you can't lose weight that way. Don't start. I had the whole debate when I got home. So he has a stomach bug. He's not there. Kenley Jansen reported with quote-unquote general lat soreness. Yeah. By the way, this is something Cora told us yesterday. I didn't focus on this, but I, I listened to the full Cora interview, and they were like, oh, is everybody here? He's like, mm, Kenley's, Kenley's not here yet, but he's on his way. I'm like, oh, great. So he's already pissed, and he should be at the team because they're trying to trade him. And now he has general lat soreness. Like, oh, I don't want to pitch. I don't want to throw because you guys don't want me. So F you. So Jansen's not going to throw. Cora's not even there because of a quote-unquote stomach bug. They don't want to be there. They don't, The players themselves, the manager, they don't want to be there, Mego, which makes me wonder why anyone wants to watch. They themselves don't want to be there. They don't even want to partake in their dumb season coming up. Who wants to pay attention to it if they don't want, if the particulars don't want to be there? I mean, I don't, I, it's certainly not off to a great start. I don't know if I would lump the entire team in with those two guys, but those two guys are pretty important. Get one of them was it. one of them was your only all star last year in Jansen, and the other one is Alex Cora, who's the only thing aside from Rafael Devers left over from when you actually were a winning team. So it's not a great place to be. I'm just trying to figure out what general lat soreness is and how that happens when you haven't even gotten there yet it's not a real thing general lat soreness means ooh, i'm kind of a little bit achy i can't go out there and throw today because i don't want to get myself hurt you know what it's because you guys are trading me and i don't want to be here anyway and i'm not going to pretend like i want to be here it sounds like pharyngitis it sounds like one of one of arcan's excuses it does it actually does oh the roads are a little slippery out there (laughs) oh i got we got two and a half inches of snow in dedham it it, it does sound like the exact same thing hey i was his best you know I don't. I don't blame Kenley Jansen though, because the team doesn't want him. So he. Why, why does we he want to want go there and do it? We want That's why we keep bringing it up. It's so yeah. important to us. What were you going to say, Arkan? I was going to say uh, Kenley Jansen, Chris Martin, John Schreiber, according to Mass Live, are all on the trade block, and the whole league knows it. And that's you know they've made it very clear. The Red Sox have that all of those guys. They're open to talking about trading all three of those. So guys. maybe this Your is three best relievers. So maybe this makes sense. When Craig Breslow was asked about his expectations for the season, let, uh, me, hear, <laughs> let me hear Breslow again. <laughs> What, uh, what sort of expectations do you have for the season here, Chief Baseball Officer? It's a really strong division. Um, a number of teams, uh, you know, kind of coming off really, really strong years have uh, made meaningful steps forward. Excluding um, us. You know, 
I think we're also aiming to be as competitive as we, we possibly can. Uh, you know, I've talked about not being willing to sacrifice the long-term outlook, um, you know, for, ah! for short-term gains necessarily, um, because I think uh, at times that can, uh, that can kind of fly uh, in the face of <laughs> building uh, longer-term organizational health. Craig, I think fans want to know, do you believe this is a playoff team? Uh, uh, no, I, I think it's it's kind of foolish to, to make predictions like that. I think this is going to be a, a very competitive team. I think it's going to be a, a team that is going to take uh, that's going to see its players take a meaningful step forward. And I think uh, you know there's a really exciting young core of players um, that we are are really really excited about, and I think that fans are going to fall in love with. Okay. <laughs> oh my God, it's like a bingo card of the same crap we've been uh, hearing for four years. Uh, I feel bad for him. I don't. He's doing. Uh, he the, took he's, the job. He's, he's getting paid to, to take the, the job. Freaking song and dance is Mego, Mego, like 15 people turned the job down. Why do you think they turned it down? Because they're smarter than Yale boy over there. He He's the one who took the job. I don't feel bad for him at all. Yeah, but maybe he thought Theo was jumping on in, I don't know, you know, December. I just, he was going to be in on it. I love that. Hey, what are your expectations for the year? I don't uh, know. I don't know. We got a young core, and uh, it's it's foolish to make predictions. Can't sacrifice right now for general long-term health of the team? Like, how many tra- spring trainings have we heard this? It's unbelievable. It's nauseating. It's nauseating. Yeah, to the point where Cora's nauseated by it. He won't even show he up. He can't show up. And Kenley He's Jansen too nauseated. has a fake injury. Uh, let's get to your <laughs> phone call. He's saying soon. it's foolish to predict they'll make the playoffs. Yeah, oh, don't, yeah, don't, it's, it's, it's fool, don't well, even try right about that. Don't even try to make a He's prediction. He's telling the truth there. Yeah, I don't, it is foolish to think they'll make the playoffs. For, you feel bad for everyone. I do feel you bad, feel for, bad for Mac last year? You feel bad for this guy? I, I feel do, for this guy. because they're in bad situations. He took the job. He took it. He clearly didn't think it was going to be like this. Okay, well, then he's Why dumb. Why would you take uh, it? Because 15 people turned the job down. Well, we know he's not dumb. He's okay, got the well, fancy degree. Well, then I don't feel bad he for him. He was the smartest guy in either, baseball. Either he's, he's is silly and didn't know what he was getting well, into, or he knew what he was sold, getting into, I don't feel bad for him. He got sold on a, uh, what is it called? A bad bill of goods Then or he's whatever? not that smart. Okay, right. Thank you. Then he's not that smart. Then all your, then you're great. Your Yale degree looks great on a piece of paper, but then you're not that smart. Uh, question. Thad, Thad Levine and a bunch of other people turned the job down and wouldn't even sit down for it. Craig Breslow, did you know what you were getting into? Uh, okay, thank you. He kind of sounds like Bradfoe when he does that. No, who did you say he sounds like? Because you nailed this, Ryan. Who does he sound like? Oh, who did I say he sounds Macro. like? Macro. Oh, he does. He sounds exactly. Oh, yeah. We well, got guys here that love baseball. Macro. They want to be excited about baseball. You come to a place that loves baseball. That's cool. I uh, do feel my bad for him. I feel bad for him. Winning. I feel bad for him, but the comments also sicken me because it's the same thing that we've been hearing for years. And Alex Core is so sickened, he's lost fifty pounds and he can't show <laughs> up to spring training today. I do not. He's, he's got the he's got the puke bowl next to his bed because he can't make it to the bathroom. Look, Craig Breslow, the roster is not his he's fault. He's like long term health. <laughs> The roster is not Craig Breslow's fault. I don't feel bad for him at all. Core of young players. He signed up for this. I don't feel bad for him at all. At our in our hearts, what we are is you know guys who love baseball, love talking about the game, talking about our players. If you love football, this is the place to be. Oh my God! They're the same person. Great. I just look. uh, The Red Sox don't even want to be there. Cora doesn't want to be there. Kenley Jansen doesn't want to be there. Probably most of them don't want to be there. This season is going to suck so yeah, bad. Yeah, it's not going to be great. <laughs> like, so bad. It's not going to be great. Six one seven seven seven. It's day one. The, the rest of the roster has you. It's just pitchers and catchers. And already we're like, it's done. Uh, 617-779-7937. They need some weird science of, like, an actual talented uh, baseball player. That is what they need. We'll get back to the uh, Patriots with all your Red Sox phone calls, along with our big question uh, of the day. Who do you blame? Craig Breslow, who do you blame for Brady's exit from New England? Uh, The contract, the roster, or Bill Belichick. Plus, we'll get back into what the Patriots should do. 
in the draft. Are there QB plans coming into focus? That's next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.